This week's episode is brought to you by Losing Your Faith in Humanity. It will all become apparent soon enough. Losing Your Faith in Humanity. <laughs> Thanks, Hal. Thanks, Hal. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. It only took Matt ten episodes to get over his food poisoning. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. At least this appendix didn't grow back and then explode again. <laughs> it didn't explode the first time. At least I hope not. I mean, at least yours didn't get gangrene on it like mine did. Oh, sick. Oof. Yeah. So, you ever been rotting from the inside? That's me. Yes, IRL. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out that when it wraps itself around your large intestine, it cuts off oxygen to a part of it, and then it dies, and that's how you get gangrene. Medicine. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, today we are doing a, uh, our second volume of uh, custom card reviews. So we asked you on uh, Twitter and Facebook uh, if you have any custom cards, and especially now that we're, we have gone fully into... V-series retrains of G-era cards, uh, the imagination has exploded from some of you. So we're, we've picked four cards each. Uh, we're going to you know give credit to whoever put them out uh, to us. And uh, Matt, why don't you go first? So the first card I would like to read is uh, one by uh, Micah on Facebook. It's uh, Gaia Emperor for V-series. So 12,000 power, Excel gift, blah, 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 you know, all the good stuff. So the first skill uh, is an auto on Vanguard Circle. When this unit attacks, you may retire to two rearguards, and this unit gets plus 5,000 power for each of the equip gauge on those units. And if there are six or more uh, equip gauges, then this unit gets critical plus one. So probably very large crit Vanguard Swing. Uh, you know, if you get the crit, it's going to be what, f- at least 42 in a crit. Yeah. So it's fairly large. And then it has another continuous... or. I guess this should be... A, uh, we'll talk about this in a second. So, continuous on Vanguard. When your rearguard is retired due to your card's ability, choose one of the equip gauges uh, and call it to rear. And all equip gauges for retired unit... Uh, attach all equip gauges from the retired unit to the called unit. This should probably not be a continuous, but an auto. Just because the word when is usually indicative of a triggered ability. Mm-hmm. Um, typically. Um... This card is probably just kind of ridiculous, and here's why. So, if let let's say you have you know let's say you're going first with let's say you're going first with this guy Emperor you know an individual, and you go okay I'm gonna like attack with a cat for like 14 on an Excel circle give a gift some or give like another equip gauge somewhere right. And, you know, you, I guess you don't have the as many equip gauges. You have, like, you have to play some a lot of equip gauge speed because you don't have Anger Blader to, like, kind of, like, meme a bunch of equip gauge. So maybe it's very unlikely that you would get um, uh, the critical on first, run, on first grade three turn. But uh, the ability to, like, call uh, things after... With because like with the way this card is going to work is you're gonna you're gonna attack with your front row, you're gonna attack with guy eat two units, those two units you eat you're gonna call things back from those from their equip gauges. 
generating additional attacks. So it's like it's kind of like the original guy's stride still. Yeah, except you lose an equip gauge on each of those units. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, let's say you have a unit with three equip gauge, you retire that unit, choose a unit of the three equip gauge, and, and then put the other two under it. It's, okay. I believe, how the card is intended to work. Um, I mean, well, one thing I like about this version of the episode is that some of these cards are about to get their retrains coming out for real. So this mm-hmm. might be uh, a situation where someone goes, called it, but this could also age like milk, too. So <laughs> we will have to see. Uh, I also like that we got two versions of Gaia Emperor. Um, one was on Twitter and one was on Facebook, and you're reading the Facebook one, right? Right. I'm reading the one on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so the other one... Uh, was completely ridiculous in that not only did the guy bother to make like a whole Photoshop image for it, um, it it's uh, at Satsun Ubel, S A T S N U E B E L. Oh, I see but, it. But he didn't have the room to write the full name, so it's Emperor Dragon Gaia Emperor. Nice. Hooray for Photoshop. But, uh,. The effect is continuous on Van, uh, something called lock and load. So I guess they have a new keyword, kind of like in Gorge. Effects go active depending on the number of overall equip gauge on your field. If you have five or more, all of your front row units get plus 5k. If you have eight or more, this unit gets 10k in a crit. And if you have 11 or more, all of your front row units get 10k. And then auto once per turn, during your turn, when a card is put into drop zone from R or equip gauge, you can counterblast one. Add one of those cards to your hand, and then call a card from your hand. And why do you think this card is really absurd? Absurd in that it's ridiculously underpowered, and also that two people had the same idea to try and do guy. Oh Emperor. yeah, I think yeah. I think this one is a bit on more underpowered, mostly because you're not. It doesn't have a way to generate equip gauges itself. Like neither does the other one, which I think is a big downside of the card. Mm-hmm. So if the first one has no way to generate equip gauge itself, and you know, kind of the big reason why Angerblader was so good is that it could generate a quip cage on its own, really. Too fast. Like it's, it's, it, it fast, and it solved all of its own problems. With these cards, mm-hmm. I think Micah's card is, uh, is uh, you know, a, a quite strong for not generating a quip cage, but the reward is there, right? Mm-hmm. This one doesn't really generate a quip cage, but even if you're sitting at, you know, eight equip cage, I don't really think you're getting, like, properly rewarded for having a lot of, you know, because you need a, a lot of cards to generate that equip gauge, I don't think you're being properly rewarded for this equip gauge. If that makes sense. It makes sense. Rupier, what say you? Oh, sorry. I just got spaced out on the effect. We're so professional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so which card? Both of them? Uh, I mean, the first guy, a card is, like, in our group chat, so... Oh yeah, so the second one is uh, it, it, it has an effect based on how much equip gauge you have laying around. It's mm-hmm. like five or more, your front row units get plus 5,000. Eight or more, this unit gets plus 10k in a crit. Eleven mm-hmm. or more, all your front row units get uh, 10,000. So it basically is going to be like, uh, what, 37 in a crit with 11 equip gauge on your field. I think and then it has... Uh... What's up? Uh, fin- go ahead and finish, sorry. I and then it has an auto of once per turn when something dies... Uh, 
or where an equip gauge goes to your drop, you can counter blast one and add uh, add it to hand. And then call something. So mm, if, yeah. if you find a way to kill a unit during uh, the battle phase, that's kind of like it's old still. Um, yeah. I feel like you could kind you you could feasibly take that first effect and then drop the threshold, like to two, five, and seven, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. The threshold thing is just kind of weird because Tachikaze has never really done that. Well. My uh, my my issue with it is the uh, is I don't think it's a good enough payoff for having a ton mm-hmm. ton of like you're pretty much counting on the rears to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, there's really no reason for the second ability to be once per turn. Mm-hmm. Like that skill could be completely unlimited, which I thought it was, and I don't I still don't think it's great. I mean, yeah. it's not like Tachikaze has a bunch of counter charge running around, so why not? Well, that's true, but I'm just saying like. Counterblast replace a card is what old Tachi did. Not even that, it replaced two cards. Yeah, yeah, for one (laughs) Counterblast. So, but even like Ancient Dragons was Counterblast replace itself. Mm -hmm. So, like, just not. Oh, I just noticed something about Micah's card, the one on Facebook. Yeah. The when your rear guard is retired due to a card's ability, that's. Oh, your card's ability, I see. That works on opponent's turn, so that's interesting if you have uh, somebody eat a rear guard on opponent's turn. Like I'm not they, sure if any of the Tachi's G guards did that. They did. There was one that was, uh, you killed one and he got, uh, 10k shield. Oh, that's pretty. So you could, you could technically, on your opponent's turn, eat your rear guard, get 10k shield, then call something from its equip gauge. Yes. And then Which also, is, uh, humorous. <laughs> there was also, uh, like, it gave, I think it gave two things the ability that when they were retired, they. Fuck, I, I have to go back and look at this thing. Blockade Ganga. Um, oh, I vaguely remember this card. Yeah, we're, we're super good at remembering stuff. Because I haven't Dude. touched my cards in months. It's uh, choose one of your rear guards, retire it. When it's placed on guard circle, he gets 10k shield. Choose two of your rear guards until end of turn, they get red text. When this unit is retired, return this card to your hand. So, in theory, you could kill one, call, you know, call the equipped gauge back like you were just saying. And then Ganga picks two guys to, like, recur themselves. And then when you call the equip gauge, you call on top of one of those dudes and then put it back in your hand. And if Tachi has any card that says when placed, this could be super meme. Yes. <laughs> but it would have to be in the equip gauge, so it's not going to be, like, super strong all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we will... We'll, I'll put... Um, the day this episode comes out, I'm going to put uh, posts on Twitter... With like either the picture of the effect or just the effect itself, because I'm a visual learner and I imagine mm-hmm. some people are too, and trying mm-hmm. to imagine what we're saying isn't always going to work. So don't worry, there will be a visual aid for you guys. Um, yeah. So I, I think the the Facebook version of Gaia was a more cohesive uh, whole there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think I I I, I kind of like the Facebook version. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, assuming it has the proper rear guard support, uh, at least I think it has the ability to be an interesting card. Uh, I do mm-hmm. think that the uh, the, t- the Twitter version from uh, uh, Satsun Webel, uh, uh, I, I I think the effect's interesting. I, I think it's, uh, but you need uh, you it needs it, that, that payoff for like eleven or more, for instance, needs to be much larger. It needs to be like something to chase. 
And it'll probably, yeah, and it should probably have something that you're able to chase it with, like something to get to eleven on its own card. So that's kind of a that's kind of just some notes I think I have. Neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go next. Uh, so let's kick it off with. Um, so this comes from uh, Cole Green, who, if you listen to the other Vanguard podcast, that's, uh, I guess, our competition, but I don't really hate them. They're <laughs> nice people. Uh, this comes from Cole Green uh, on Facebook, and he did a V-Series retrain of Sunrise Ray Knight Gurgit. So 12K, Excel, Gold Paladin. Uh, act on Vanguard once per turn. You can count, uh, counterblast one, look at four cards from the top of your deck, Call up to one of those cards to rear guard. Then, if you have five or more units and have called at least two rear guards this turn, plus five, he says plus five k to board, so all of your units get plus five thousand until end of turn. And then, if you have a grade three in your soul, give them another plus five thousand. And then, auto on Vanguard once per turn. When your guardian is placed, if this is the second battle of the turn or more, and you've placed at least two guardians on the guardian circle, you can. Uh, Counterblast 1 and Soul Blast a grade 3, and this unit gets plus 10,000 power until end of turn. One uh, note is that this card is actually from Legati uh, Syncre, uh, not from uh, Colgreen. Colgreen was the Blaster Shine. Oh, shit. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm so... Dumb. It's fine. So... We'll, we'll, I just <laughs> wanted to correct that now. Uh, Instead of as, us as getting a... yelled at on Twitter later, yes. Correct! Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Lugante Syncre came up with this dirty. Uh I apparently lock, uh, lacked object permanence, and uh, <laughs> the chat window was blocking the name, but I could still see the effects. So, you know, you, you can play peekaboo with me, and I'll be, like, super enthralled by what's going on. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Gurgit. Uh, so, the two versions of Gurgit from G-Era... The first was just about calling stuff, and then later with Unite, uh, it became a little more defensive. And uh, this mm-hmm. does a good job of, you know... Kind of mixing the two. Yeah. I think, yeah... Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the defensive ability is pretty strong. I think it might be too strong. Too strong? So well, let's look. So you're you have to commit at least two cards, and you mm-hmm. have to commit two cards on the second battle or more, yes. which is actually an interesting restriction. Uh, so it's basically saying like the first attack you just have to. So well, I guess you can guard. Wait, so one thing. Um, this is a small note on the second ability. One thing I'm looking at is. If, and you've placed at least two guardians on the guard circle. Is that this turn? I or assume it's like unite, like this turn, right? Battle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess it's this turn, but it's poorly worded, kind of. Yeah. Like, so that's a little vague. So that's a uh, just a small. T- like, I know they're kind of like shorthanding this a bit. Like you can mm-hmm. look at that from the first skill, but the first skill, I think it's clear what they mean. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, because they say five k to the board, so that's five k to all units, and then the, another five k would be. Another 5k to all units, right? Yeah. Uh, but this one, I think, whether it's uh, at least two guardians to the guard circle, this battle, or this turn, and I think Unite was just in the turn, right? Yes, Unite was in the turn. Yeah, so if they're trying to make it like Unite, which I assume they're uh, 
I assume they're trying to do, then you know you could kind of use it as something for this for the first battle. You'd be like, all right, I'm gonna guard something. In the second battle, you're gonna um, guard again, counterblast, soul blast to grade three, give 10k to your van, give 10k to your vanguard, which is pretty <laughs> neat actually. I, and I don't think actually, upon thinking about it, I don't think it's too strong. Yeah, no, I, I think this it. is fine. Like One it has a good amount of restrictions, like has the Unite Clause, and you have to Soul Blast a Grade 3, so this isn't really something that happens right away. Mm-hmm. And then it can, like, get... It can Superior Call something and potentially give 10k to board. Which... Yeah, and then the 10k is restricted to, like, Grade 3 and Soul 2, so... Yeah, I think this card is actually pretty reasonable. Same. Yeah. I mean, the... One skill undermines the other which makes it pretty balanced. Um, now, whether it you know ends up being played more than Ezel would be remain to be seen. Uh, I feel like that's yeah. a tall order, and that uh, the cards around Gurgit would have to be pretty strong for uh, it to be played, or it would be a, you know, a budget option. Um, I could easily see Boucherud printing this, though, and then they have their like second version of Gurgit, like mm-hmm. Sunrise Ray Radiant Sword or whatever it was called. And then <laughs> you have all the cards being like, all right, if you have a Gurgit Vanguard, do this. And then, you know, you're off to the races. Gold Paladin was always a clan that was uh, greater than the sum of its parts. So mm-hmm. I think this could be a good kind of like anchor for the rest of the support to rally around. I think uh, one I think one weakness this card has is it does require you to have five, I guess it's five plus units. Yes. Yeah, so, so it, it does include your vanguard. So that means you need four rearguards in play. It's calling one, expects you to call another. Uh, like, yeah, this card, this card's probably pretty reasonably powered. I think. Yeah. Uh, especially like, for just enough restrictions that you're not having like a full board of plus ten k in Excel, but also <laughs> not like impossible to achieve either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this uh, one weakness I think on this card is that I think CB will be an issue. Mm. Uh, but that's gonna, you know, you have to run into these kinds of problems. But I do think this card's. I don't think it's too strong. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to place it. Um, but it's it's a neat card. I like it. Yeah. I get. You could probably drop the counter blast cost on the second skill and still be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, I think the grade three in soul is already a pretty strong restriction. Yep. Ripper, you want to go next? Alright, so this is going to be a theme with all the creator cards I chose, but Uh-oh. this one was sent to me by Valeus131, and this was a few months ago, actually, right after we did our first one, and I actually replied to him on this at the time, but he sent me an idea for a Blue Wing card, so Blue Wing Dragon Transcore Dragon is a 12k XL unit, so when this unit attacks, Hammer Blast 1, so on the turn, this unit gets power plus 10,000, and an opponent would call a guard circle. They must discard a card. If they don't, then they cannot call cards from hand to guard circle. And then trigger zone, it's considered a heal trigger. So one thing I will say right away is this person has admitted that their card is poorly worded. They meant it to work the way the original Transcore did, so... I just... understood that. <laughs> yeah. Was like, it... You're supposed to just discard a card at the start of the battle, or else you cannot guard, but the way it is currently worded makes it seem like you have to discard for each card you're calling. 
Was this this was sent to you on Twitter, right? Yes, this was on Twitter. So this was probably them having to work within the character limit. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess we should tell everybody if if you're sending us uh, custom cards through Twitter, uh, don't be afraid to do a thread if you need to, you know, word your effects better. Or you can also have the effect as like a picture of the you know like a screenshot of a word document or something. It's fine. Just get out what you need to get out. We'll read it. So mm-hmm. sorry. Continue. So yeah. So. Yeah, like I said, it's supposed to work like the original Transcore, so it's just one discard per battle, not per card you call from your hand. Oh, if And only. then, yeah. So, I had actually talked about this with James at the time. I am sorry for your inboxes. And we both kind of felt like, one, because the discard was worded kind of poorly, we thought that was probably too strong, but that's kind of been cleared up a bit. But, you know... We thought that it didn't fit too well with the Blue Wings theme, because if you look at the second effects of a lot of the Blue Wing cards, aside from their heal trigger restand, it kind of trends more towards field support and sustainability, and, you know, like, counting how many Blue Wings are on the field. So, we thought that might need... We might... That that might need some sort of tweak just to fit within the theme of this, the archetype. I have a follow-up question, and this mm-hmm. is maybe just due to the wording of the card. So when it just counts as a heal trigger, does that mean it just counts as a heal trigger for the sake of blueing effects? Or does that yeah. mean it actually is a heal trigger? Oh, just for blueing effect. It says that trigger effects and power don't apply. I see. Thank you. Yeah. So, God, if only, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I suggested kind of a rework of the card effect, which was like, counter blast one, soul blast one. Uh, if you have another blue wing unit, then you give two units 5k, and then if you have four or more blue wing unit, they can't. Then the two units you choose would get the transcore effect for that unit's first battle. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. But it also has the uh, unfortunate side effect of the first half of your turn being insanely powerful compared to the second half of the turn. Which, mm-hmm. be, being that you're Aqua Force, it's usually the opposite. Like, the, the old yeah. saying was, hit them with four sticks so you can hit them with a the house, not hit them <laughs> with a house and then with four sticks. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to, like, balance the feeling of Transcore with like, the blue wing theming and also making sure it isn't overpowered. Yeah, Transcore wasn't designed originally in mind with any kind of archetypal support. Mm-hmm. It was just the brake ride. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a bit hard going, you know, going forward and being like, Well what do they what did they want? Well what would they do now with that card is difficult for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh I would like to read another card that's from Twitter. Uh and it's one of my favorite units that didn't get in V-Series because Bouchard hates me. Uh, <laughs> it really and, does. <laughs> and Demon World Marquis Amon. Uh, so this is from Rossum743 on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, and I will need to... Uh, there's a kind of a bonus mechanic with this as well. So there's a special token that they create... Or a special... I guess not token, but... Um, uh, oh, like yeah, I guess it's a token, and it, yeah. it it can only exist in your soul, basically. So it's a it's a it's like a plant, you know, ish kind of thing. 
but instead of existing on rearguard circle, it exists in your soul. So it's kind of a way to soul charge without taking cards from your deck, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, uh, you know, decking out can be a problem. Yeah. And so basically in soul, it gains the name of your vanguard. And that's pretty much the only ability. Yeah. So you just, it just enters your soul, exists there, and has the same name as whatever your vanguard is. So mm-hmm. all right. it, is it like in the pile with where you would put other tokens and gifts? Yeah, and stuff? Yep. I would assume so. Yep. So outside the deck, you if uh, so like let's let's read uh, Amon here. So it's a great three twin drive protect. Bloody bloody blah. Twelve K power. Uh, so first skill is a continuous skill on Vanguard Circle during your turn. All of your units in the front row gets one thousand plus one thousand for each card in your soul. Auto on Vanguard Circle when placed, you soul charge one Abyss token. So that's the token we're talking about. Uh, so you would take it from this extra deck and shove it in. And then an auto on Vanguard Circle. Uh, when it attacks, you can counterblast one, choose one of your rear guards and put it in soul. Retire one of your opponent's rear guards for each two cards with a mon in its card name in your soul. All right. Okay. So uh, one thing is that the first ability is ridiculously strong. Uh <laughs> I think we can all agree that plus 1,000 power for each card in your soul to your front row is pretty insane. Mm-hmm. For darker ideas. But it's, it's, I don't feel like it's that insane anymore. Maybe it's... Maybe yeah. It's, well, not as, it's not as crazy. Like, if you told me this when they showed, like... I don't know. The last time Amon actually got support. Yeah. If you did sell, told me this in mid-G-Air, I bet you're insane. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, this might be just okay. Like, yeah. I think, like this isn't as strong as like the as like uh, Grand Blue stuff. Like, it's not gaining crits; it's just gaining power. Yeah, but and it's in the Protect th- Clan too. And I don't mm-hmm. think Darker Regulars has a way to like attack multiple times if this is your Vanguard. Right. At least not yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So. So I actually think I so before I so if I, I think I think this uh, the first ability is pretty strong just because it's like a lot of power, um, and it might be a little too strong, but protect clans are in such a bad spot where I'm willing to give them you know the benefit of the doubt where it's like sure take this powerful ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the abyss token thing's pretty interesting. I know there's a lot of frustration from uh, darker uh, f- you know from grand blue dark regulars players about you know it's hard to do your thing in long in like closer ma- closer games sometimes you know mm-hmm. deck out a real issue you have to kind of stop soul charging and what i and i really like that the abyss token copying the name uh is kind of giving you uh bonus amon synergy Mm. now one thing to be careful of is that if you start creating um a bunch of uh bonus amon cards then i do think that the last ability becomes basically cb1 wipe a board with 10 amons and soul yeah. And you have to think, is that fine? And that could just be fine. Uh, you know, if you're at the game where your opponent has 10 of, you know, cards, but if every card is a mod in the name, it's basically like just 10 soul. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe that number could be adjusted, but it would depend how much uh, a mod support there was. But this is just, yeah. uh, th- there was four cards in the pack, and this was one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, try to think of if there's like another. Uh, I mean, if I remember correctly, like Amon support in G era did all just have the Amon name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, 
Or, or even before that, where it was just... Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Ahmad's whatever the fuck. Yeah, or... Yeah, it was always something, something, Amon. Poet of Darkness, Amon. Demon of Aspiration, Amon. Or... Or Amon something, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. Amon's Farming follower. Green. Like it was a death cult or something. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. Well, okay, re regarding the Abyss token, I think we can fire the rest of these off in the little four-pack he gave us. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. there's a uh, there's a grade two that came with it. Uh, Demon of Aspiration, Amon. Uh, grade two, Intercept. 9k power, uh, continuous on Vanguard Red Circle, activate all the f following effects when according to the number of Amon in its soul. Oh, I see. So for one or more Amon, Amon cards with Amon in soul, it gets uh, auto Vanguard Rearguard when an attack hits Soul Charge 1 Abyss token. And then 6 or more, it can attack from the back row. And 13 or more, it gets power plus 10,000. Good. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty weird that the uh, it has the one or more text at all, uh, and I'll talk about why I think that in a bit, but uh, I'll just finish the other cards. So then there's Poet of Darkness, Amon, AK, obviously, Grade mm -hmm. 1, um, Continuous Vanguard Regard Circle, activate all the effects, uh, related to the number of Mons and Soul, same one or more when it hits, um, it gains an auto when it hits uh, Soul Charge and Abyss, six or more gains Intercept and can intercept, intercept from the back row, and then 13 or more gets Power Plus 5,000. So and essentially the, last... the same effect. Right, and then the last yeah. one is Amon's Follower Barmaid Grace, which is a grade zero uh, quick shield starter. Okay, yep. so... so On-ride draw a card, then if your opponent's grade one or higher, put a quick shield ticket in your hand. Um, so, you were saying? So, with if you start Barmaid Grace, Barmaid Grace, I believe, will still have Amon in the name, right? Yeah, it does. So... That means that these one or more are always active. So you're saying they could probably just be like a separate skill that's like on yeah. hit, soul charge and abyss token. Correct. Yeah. So that and, and so that's kind of why like this is already eight cards with Amon in the name, plus mm -hmm. all of the abyss tokens. So if they let any of the basically attacks from any of these units hit, you know you're probably like. Maybe like counterblast one, retire two on your first uh, on your first attack, which is reasonable. Uh -huh. uh, and you know, having a huge front row. Oh, it's also interesting that the Amon gives uh, only a front row a bunch of power, which means that despite uh, the Grade Two version attacking from the back row, it is not getting the power from your Amon Vanguard. Yeah, meaning that and... you really need the thirteen or more in order to for it to do something. Mm hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. And um, even that 13 or more, it's 19k, which is a bit of an awkward number. Yeah. I mean, if your front row is getting the, the you know, plus 1k for every card in soul, it just comes down to, you know, fire off the attacks from the, the you know, demon grade 2 months mm -hmm. in the back and then finish up with your front guys, which is fine. Nah, see, this is where you play Protect 2, so you're at 24k. Ah, oh, there you go. That's something. Um kind of like the seven seas thing from that episode with commander Jaime. Uh, mm. I think you could also tweak the grade three Amon to then uh, get the retire effect based off of the abyss tokens in soul or just, you know, cards with the same name as this in the soul. Um, because then it's a little less easy to abuse. Mm hmm. I think uh, you could probably tie it to, you know, 
Same two cards with the Mon- That means you only have to hit once on the way up, and then when you ride, that's already a retire. Yep. Yeah. Well, you... Yeah. Which is probably... Well, no, because you have Barmaid Grace and uh, the... The, um... The Abyss, so no matter what, you'll have one retire. Mm-hmm. Wait, Barmaid doesn't get you... Yeah, that's what he said. Well, well what, let's read that's the... What uh, was, uh, that's what Atlas was saying, though. Like... If you hit anything at all, you will always have the retire because you have the one abyss token, and then you have barmaid I'm, grace. I'm saying you don't even need to hit. Oh, oh, that's right, because you can just soul charge a thing with a mon. Well, a mon soul charges on place. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, but I'm saying if it's uh, retire one for every two cards with demon world marquees a mon in the soul. Yeah. So you, you would get one from the Abyss token, that's one in soul, and then you would either have to hit on the way up or soul charge through other means to get the grade three in there. Hmm. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. In any case, I think that's a nice, uh, unique way to make Dark Regulars feel not Pale Moonish. <laughs> yes, and Jesus Christ, Bushiro, give us a Mon support. I want this too, damn it. Amon's so great. I know. Neither, I played Amon in Northern. G-Era. Same. That was a fun Legion, though. Yeah. It was a fun uh, Legion. I and then one I think of that Legion. There was a point where a Stride Amon deck was actually, like, passable. Hey, that deck was, that deck was almost good. I played, <laughs> like, I don't remember if I played three or four Barmaid Grace, but it was a lot. Hmm. What did the original Barmaid Grace do? Uh, uh, it was Counterblast 1, Blast it. Soul Charge 2, and then uh, give your Vanguard, it gets plus 1k for every card in soul. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's choosing a unit with Amon in the name. Yeah, uh-huh. any Amon unit. Damn, I was close. Yep. <laughs> it was pretty Yeah, crazy. I remember just running all of the Barmaid Grace. Yeah, you'd use it on Gil when you stride it over Amon. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you right. had like this like 70k Gilderai with a crit. Yeah. And your opponent's like, hmm... Guess I'll die. And then, like, I tried to make Amon work in GVT11. I think it was a good, like, for fun deck, but it never really did anything competitively. Yep. And then you started playing Blade Wings and nothing mattered. Yep. That was a fun deck. I enjoyed that. Anyway, uh, this one comes from Tin Van Aachen, I think, or Aiken. Aachen sounds funnier. Anyway, it's uh, Big Belly which uh, just got revealed today uh, that's coming in a new set. But not only did he come up with a mock effect for this big belly, Motherfucker drew a picture, and it is B-E-A-utiful. Um, I, I think I tweeted it out on the Nexus at Night Twitter like a couple weeks ago when it came out. But mm-hmm. uh, it, the effects that this uh, guy came up for it is continuous on Vanguard Circle. If your opponent's Vanguard is grade 3 or greater... This unit performs both of the effects for perform one of the effects, so it's like, uh, what's it called? Isabella. Um, continuous on Vanguard Circle. During your turn, all of your rear guards with power plus 20k or greater uh, get red text, auto, rear guard once per turn. When its attack hits a Vanguard, draw a card. Uh, so it's kind of like success and uh, Big Belly stride skill all in one. Um, and then. The other effect is act Vanguard Circle once per turn. 
You can counterblast one, put the top card of your deck into the drop zone, and perform one of the effects below depending on that card's type. So if it's a normal unit, you search your deck for a grade 2 or lower normal unit with Belly in its card name, reveal it, put it into your hand, or call it to rear and shuffle. Uh, and the trigger, if it's a trigger effect, all units in the front row get power plus 4k until end of turn. So this dude is fine if a little clunkily worded. Um, I think you would put the uh, double gotcha effect next to the gotcha ability. Because um, <laughs> it went, okay, if they're grade three or greater, you can do both. And then the next thing is, during your turn, all, all your rear guards did a little success on hit draw. Oh, I forgot about mm-hmm. the gotcha ability. So what it is is blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's kind of a nice way to combine the gotcha stuff with the success stuff. Um, mm. I think it, it, it's fine. Uh, you know, the Excel gift and all that good stuff. I think I might still play the the blue belly from near the end of G era there, where it works as like a rear guard crayon tiger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think that card seems a li- like it doesn't seem terribly strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, V era at least powers need to be sub- pretty substantial. Yeah, like pretty much everything is going into like at least five thousand. A lot of the cards are just increments of ten thousand now. Mm-hmm. I think the four thousand is just him trying to capture the the doping. Of success, the yeah, success. yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't feel like four thousand like is hits relevantly. Like, it does make your nine Ks into thirteens, which is pretty interesting. But hits force number. It's good. Yeah, 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 it's just like it's not making your columns better in most cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially because one of those effects is way better than the other one. Um, yep. And yeah. Like, okay, Leopold either gave you uh, call two things off the top of the deck, or 15k in a crit. And most of the time you wanted to call two things, at least early on. <laughs> yeah. but, uh... and, this, and this is ser- search your deck for a specific unit, so that's fine. That the trade-off is instead of being able to call whatever you want, uh, call off of four, it's search your deck for something. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, just being plus four k, come on, man. At least Isabel was plus fifteen k to herself. Four mm-hmm. k. It, 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 even if it's all the units in your front row get four k, I think it could have been something That's like four like, hmm? k is nothing in Vieira. All right, riddle me this. What if it's 4K for every trigger in drop zone? Mm. That could be something. That might be... Yeah. That that could be too much, but I, I'm willing to entertain that idea. Mm. I mean, that's what this that, whole That could be a lot. Is. Yeah, it, it could. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. So if the max... If it's the last trigger in your deck, which it's not very likely... But um, that's very a very big number that I'm totally not stalling for time, so I could put it into a calculator. 
16 times. Uh, <laughs> but even, like, even if you mill dead, like, your fourth trigger, or, like, you know, you guard with... It, it also incentivizes you to guard with triggers early. Yes. Because then, you know, if you hit a trigger on that effect, then you're going to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to just plus 28 my front row or something. Mm-hmm. Or, the, you know, even if you have four triggers, plus 16. The max you can do is plus 64k right, to, front row, to your front row. Which is very big. Which, I mean, they hit every trick in their deck. They deserve it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is you get plus 64k every time, Matt. Yeah, and I, it's weird, too, because, like, the search... Or, like, searching for a card is, like, pretty good. But, like, that... If it worded the other way, like, where it's plus 4k for every trigger, I just think, like, you'll maybe want to search for a card, like, exactly one time. Yeah. And every subsequent event, you just want the plus 4k to your front, or plus like 4k times x to your front row. Yeah. Because hitting, uh, giving, you know, 12k to your front row is better than whatever trigger you're hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it turns everything into easier to hit, which means you draw more cards. But again, for what? Like, it just kind of seems, it seems like advantage for advantage's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Which I'm not against. Me neither. But <laughs> so far, the only other belly that we know is confirmed is going to be that grade three search or mini belly. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So now, if they do a second big belly in the set, which I don't know why you would, there's also Isabel, which uh, believe me, I will get to. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the if there's another big belly, like either uh, teacher's cane of affection the purple one, or uh, Blue Belly, the one from Legiera, if that ends up being some kind of, like, finisher, now we're cooking with gas. But it's also grade two or lower, so who knows. Um, I think it's it's got a solid foundation that can be built upon. But uh, we will mm. see, I guess. Root beer. Yeah. Have at it. All right. So continuing in the theme of Aqua Force cards that are also Blue Wing support, Valeos131 also sent me a retrain of Twin Strike Brave Shooter. So 9k grade 2. When it attacks, if it's the fourth battle of the turn or more, so. <coughs> sorry. So last one, discard a card. This unit gets plus 10k, and until. And at the end of the battle, draw a card and put this on top of your deck. And then continuous. It's considered a heal for blue wing effects. Cool. So is it called blue like blue wing? No, they did not shooter? add the blue wing to that. So that's ah, interesting. That is something to keep in mind, and I'm not sure having it be fourth battle is great because like a lot of the blue. If this is meant to be played in blue wings, none. I don't think any of them restand naturally. I can't remember though. I think one of them does. So um, making lots of noises to stall for time. <laughs> I, I typed right. blue wing into Doodle and got a saloon and cafe. That's not what I wanted. Yeah, there is there is a grade two that restands if you have four or more other blue wings unit. Okay. So yeah, but I do think the fourth battle thing is a little bit awkward just because you have to find a way to restand before it attacks because without using your vanguard because I think the the point is to put it on top of your deck 
to trigger it as a heal to guarantee your blue wing restands. So I don't know. Like, do you think that restriction is enough considering it would give you like a full board restand if it were to go off? Uh, enough for the opponent or for the blue wing player? Like, like just as a general restriction, right? Like being restricted to like fourth battle, but you're also guaranteeing like for like soul blast one and discarding a card, you're guaranteeing that all of your blue wing units restand. I think that's fine, but it also is still a little awkward in that uh, mm-hmm. if the opponent takes one trigger on damage, you lose your whole turn. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to gauge because you're almost certainly going to drive check a blue wing, right? Well, blue wings are heal, restand with heal triggers. So it's just since this card counts itself as a heal, putting itself on top would guarantee a restand. Right. Yeah, that's true. Is there a way to force it on top, or? Yeah, this card puts itself on top. Oh, oh, God. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. So yeah, so, hey. so yeah, at the fourth battle, you Soul Blast 1, discard a card, gains power, and then at the end of the battle, you draw a card and put it on top of the deck. And then it also counts as a heal trigger for blue wing effects. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Yeah, because that's what, that's what I'm struggling with, is like, Blue. I don't think a lot of blue wings gain significant power, but you're also just basically guaranteeing your board restands if you're playing a blue wing deck. I mean, how different is this to Nova Grappler cards? True. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, 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 it's hard to say. I don't, uh, as long as they don't gain like shit tons of power, I think it's probably yeah. fine. There's like one card that gains plus 10k, and I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, that bad. Okay. Alright. Seems fine. What other, what other cards we got going on? You guys have one, or...? Uh, isn't it your turn? I guess it is. Uh, I don't know, we, I didn't, we, we weren't really going in turns, so I was kind of, uh... Yeah, I guess. We have. Have we? Alright. Yeah. Alright. Uh, maybe I'm just not paying attention. Who knows? <laughs> So this is so one by uh, at at Jonathan Sino on Twitter for a Devil Summoner. Uh, so in this Devil Summoner, so Devil Summoner originally a Spike Brothers card that like called a Grade One or Two from the top of your deck. Uh, it was a Grade Two Seven K, one of those. Um, there's a million of them, a million of those kinds of cards. Uh, this one is a Ten uh, K Grade t- Grade Two, and it has an auto on Rearguard Circle when it attacks. You can rest a Grade One or lower back row Rearguard. And all of your front row units get power plus 5,000. It's kind of a strange effect, but, you mm-hmm. know. And then its other auto is when it's put into your soul, you can counter plus one, rest any number of grade one or lower back row rear guards, and your vanguard gets plus 5,000 until end of turn for each unit rest due to this card's effect. Uh, due to this card's cost, sorry. And if you rest three, your vanguard mm-hmm. gets critical plus one. Um... um. So, this is not what I was expecting when I read a card called Devil Summoner. Me mostly because yeah. I was thinking of the original Devil Summoner from, uh... 
um, early Vandrum. Like from set, early from early from like BT two. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> and so I was expecting it to call you know call additional units in some way. Like a lot of spike cards do that already, so maybe mm-hmm. they wanted to kind of go away from that. I mean, um, it's called Devil Summoner, right? You would think. Well, I mean, it didn't summon devils ever in Spike Brothers, so... Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could summon itself sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So that would that would be one, I guess. I'm not actually sure how many demons there are in Spike Brothers, but that's a different question. Um, so its first skill is, is uh, technically a positive on power, because uh, you're arresting mm-hmm. an AK to probably get 15. Uh, just spread out, and its second skill is has really weird timing. Yeah. Um. It says when it's put in, into the soul. Uh. I actually, the first skill's fine. It's not. I don't think it's that great, but the second skill's really confusing to me. And I just can't imagine a lot of situations where this would come up. Well, I guess you could put it into soul from hand, so you could like control its effect on yourself. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, you know, okay, I'm going to put this counterblast, whatever, put this into my hand, counterblast again, rest my back row, give 15k to my vanguard and a crit, and I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. Because now you're making your columns pretty weak. Unless you have, I guess you could have, like, enough force gifts, like, full spike or something like that, you know, you bounce mm-hmm. force gifts around and make it valuable. Uh, so maybe there's something there. But I do think it's a little uh, overcosted, perhaps. Yeah. No, this card is just weird. <laughs> like, uh, and also like just the resting like grade one or lower rear guards in the back row doesn't really strike me as a very Spike Brothers thing. Yeah, it's kind of something that they do take from like Nova Grappler or um, like Nova Grappler's done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Bouncer, anyone? Yeah, who else has done that? Yeah. There's another one. I mean, I'm pretty sure Aqua Force has done something like this. Oh, Resting Regards, almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I think it's definitely, uh, I, I think it would be neat to have cards that have, like, effects that go into, like, effects when they go into soul, so you have, like, cards that you'd like to soul charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like it if the effect on board were a little more powerful, so that it makes you have a choice, like... Do I want this on board, or do I want it, or, or do I want its effect when I put it into soul? Mm-hmm. I think that could be really cool. I think so. I think like the the uh, the 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 the, um, the com- combination of skills was quite interesting. I well, this is obviously meant to work with general safe read, right? Oh, is is you think general safe? Well, because you you put something into your soul and then call a, a you know a copy of it from deck, right? Oh yeah, you could do it with that too. Yeah, so you like rest the thing and then put it into soul and call in your copy. Oh, but I was thinking of even with something with Gyro Slinger. That's something else, also. Right. Uh, so you know, you, so there's a lot of Spike Brother cards that do will force cards into your soul, for sure. Yes. Um. I think. Um. What? Try to think of a. Uh, I had something that I forgot. We're totally not stalling for time, I swear. No, I actually did. That's the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do, do you have anything else you guys want to add or move on to the next one? And then if you think of it, stop me. All right. No, I was just, I just want to say like, I, I do think, uh, uh, like this design is quite nice. Uh, you know, the kind of like mm. could be used for this or this and like, you know, giving you something for putting card into soul from spikes helps take down modern spikes. Doesn't like minus as much as old spikes, but you know, it's still nice to get something back. I mean, you're getting yeah. the skill, obviously, but like getting, you know, having the option to get something else is pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. Well said. Um, let's see. This one might be uh, the most brutally simplistic one of the episode. In. Uh, infected Pharaoh uh, Katsuyuki Darkface. So this comes from Keldron on Facebook. Um so it's from Mega Colony, Grade 3, Protect Gifts. Uh, auto on Vanguard Circle. When placed, your opponent puts the top card of their deck into their drop zone for each card in their hand. The other effect <laughs> is Act on Vanguard. All of your Grade 3s on your front row Protect 2 Circles can perform drive checks, and their auto abilities are active as if they were on Vanguard Circle. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finally found the just blatant power fantasy card. Wow, that's real good. Yeah. Yeah, like even the first effect by itself mm-hmm. is also pretty fucking good depending what stage yeah. of the game it is. Holy shit. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, right? You, you, play, you ride this card, right? Then you call, like, Stag Beetle. Call something else. And then, like, gain a bunch of power in your rear guard because it's, it's a Vanguard Circle now, right? Yeah. And you just have, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of shit lying everywhere. Oh, this, that sounds something. Like I that said, sounds really this, this is just way too good. I think yeah. This is or, yeah. <laughs> here's another one. Ride it. They, they mill, like, five, right? Call another one on the Protect 2 circle, they mill another five. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you, know, you, you ride a second one, right? You call a Stag Beetle, call it out to rear. Oh, dude, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is sick. Like All I right. said, brutally <laughs> simplistic, but... I, I want to read this one. Uh, I, I, do we all agree this card's kind of just overpowered? Like, clearly overpowered, right? Well, wait. Ruby, yeah. We got another one? First. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm just reading a bunch of Blue Wing cards today, so... Blue Wing Commander Cruz. This is from... Racing743. So, the guy who made Amon stuff, too. So, when you drive check a heal trigger, stand this unit auto... Hmm. Once per turn, Vanguard and Rearguard, if you check a heal trigger, you can stand it. And then Vanguard once per turn, when it attacks, if you have four or more Rearguard with Blue Wing in its card name, Counterblast 1, Soul Blast 2, it gets power plus 15,000 and drive plus 1 until end of turn. Okay. Hmm. So they finally gave Blue Wing a grade 3. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I didn't see the part where the heal effect also worked on Vanguard. That might be a bit too Broken. strong. Yeah, because yeah, then it just has 15,000 and triple drive for both attacks. Especially if you combine it with a card that you can put on top. 
<laughs> right? I mean, like, imagine and if the t- if no we off. had both create the cards as real. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, work on vanguards a little much. I think it'd be five work on vanguard only. Mm-hmm. If anything, it might be a little bit underpowered, but you could just add some power gain, and it'd probably be fine. Yeah, but... I guess it has. Yeah. But like, you can put three skills on cards. You, can you do could, that. Yeah. or you could like adjust the power gain where it's like, uh, you can counter blast one, give it plus fifteen k, and then if it's on Vanguard, soul blast a grade three, and it gets the drive plus one. Um, or it, you could adjust that first still. Where mm-hmm. it's, you may stand this unit, if it's on Vanguard Circle, it gets drive minus, you know, one or two. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'd probably, yeah, and if it's on, like, yeah, I think that's what I would do. Like, it just gets, like, drive minus two to balance out the triple drive. Mm-hmm. So it gets three, and then it would go down to one, and then. Yeah, I would, I would maybe add a discard cost to the drive. Hmm. See, this is awkward because of, like. Yeah, I might I might actually just give it three skills, like separate the Vanguard and Reguard rear stand uh restands. Yeah. So like rear guard it just restands with the heel trigger like all blue wing units, and then it would have a separate Vanguard restand where it's like if you drive check a heel trigger, like discard a card and then restand it with like drive minus two. I think it's a valiant effort at trying to make a blue wing more mm-hmm. cohesive. Uh, yeah, I do appreciate that the second effect kind of works with how blue wings are supposed to work. Like it's it is on theme. So, Matt, what's this you're right. keeping from us? Oh no, I just wanted to read the one that you, uh, the person that you uh, misrepresented, which card they had. Oh, uh, Cole Green on Facebook. Because you mentioned that they had... Uh, uh, you said they had Gurgit, but they did not. I was wrong, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they have two cards, technically, but I'm, I'm, I'll just read the first one here. Blaster Shine, Grade 2, 9K. Uh, auto on Van Rear, one place. You can counter boss one, choose one rear guard, and put it on the bottom of its owner's deck. Interesting effect. Mm-hmm. Especially out of Gold Paladin. Uh, and then it has an act on Vanguard Circle if you have more rearguards than your opponent, which if you're riding grade 2 first, you very much probably will if you do anything. Uh, you can yes. discard a card and get Imaginary Gift Excel. So it's just a super fast Excel gift. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I have a fee- it, it is my inclination that this card is probably just too good. Hmm. The card you discard is made, up, uh, is made up immediately in the fact that you get an Excel gift. Yeah. Um, and then you now you're, now your first grade three turn will have two of them, so it can create some really powerful uh, grade three turns like immediately. Uh, so yeah, I just thought uh, I just thought I would read uh, that card since uh, you started on it, or you st- you read the wrong name. <laughs> hey, look, I saw Gold Paladin, and I my get brain, you. My brain kind of. Oh whatever. I, I don't have an excuse. I was just wrong. Yeah. You, so this you is happy? kind of a yeah. This is kind of a uh, you know uh, I guess like blast a gold version of blaster stuff. You know your versus your mm-hmm. Mordred or your whatever Royals has Gancelot. Uh, yeah. Is it Gancelot? Yeah, it's Gancelot. 
And the great the great three, which I guess I'll go ahead and read as well. Uh, Imaginary Gift Excel, Grade Three, Twelve K. Uh, it has an auto on van rear when it attacks. Can, on van or rear when it attacks, you can solve last one, call a card from your hand to rear, and your opponent cannot guard cards with the same grade as the unit called by this ability. And I assume that's for this battle. I hope it is. Because <laughs> that would be real dumb otherwise. So you can call it zero, but zero's weak on board. And then they can't guard with zero mm-hmm. for the battle. That's fine. And then it has an act on van. You can counter last two. This unit gets power up, gains 3k for each called, card called this turn. Um, wording is a little unclear there. And then during the turn, the skill is activated. If it's the third, if a, the third or fourth unit this uh, turn hits, you may ride a grade three from hand as stand. If the third or fourth unit called this turn hits, that is such a weird restriction. And it's still yeah. part of the act skill. I'm kind of yeah. So it's so it's basically giving a it's like it's like getting an auto. So it should gain an auto. It should gain a red tech skill here that says like when the third or fourth unit called this turn hits, you choose a grade three from your hand and ride it a stand, and it gets drive minus one. This card is a is going to be a testament to how your how well your opponent can read cards. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're reading it right now, and I still don't entirely get how it works. So basically, like you would, you would, you would have this card. You would activate this card's effect, right? So you count last two up front, mm-hmm. and it's going to get three k for every. I, 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 how I assume is that you'll call a card, it goes, it'll get three k. Call a card, it'll go three k. Mm-hmm. Not for each call, a card called previously. Although it could do that, I'm not sure. It's unclear by wording. Um, mm-hmm. So then, on the third and fourth unit specifically, will gain a skill that if they hit, you can rewrite your vanguard. I'm gonna guess it's that. So you have to, you have to remember what the third and fourth units are. Yeah. Or like both sides have to remember it too, because if the, your opponent wasn't paying attention, you could just lie to them. I feel like uh, yeah, that's that also would illegal. Happen. If if you're caught lying on that kind of about the game state like that, that will be uh, that is very punished. That is actively cheating. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, so, I feel like this could be worded better or differently yeah. to make it like understandable and not so easy to cheat. Yeah. So I think this card is uh, mm-hmm. not only not great. I don't think. I think it's. A, I think it's a bit underpowered. I think the grade two is kind of insane. Uh, I think this card is a bit underpowered because you're paying counterblast two up front for not even a guaranteed restand. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I just think this one's a bit weaker. Um, I, yeah, I think that average. first ability is very good though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I actually think that that first ability is pretty cool. And it, mm-hmm. do, it, do, it does cost something, and that co- you know, like obviously, like if it's if it, at this cost it was too powerful, you could you could adjust that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do think Soul Paladin has, or Gold Paladin has a fair amount of Soul Blast cost. But I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. Also, Atlas, do you mind if we leave yours for last? Because I'm reading what you put as your last choice, and I feel like we need to end on that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Do, do whatever <laughs> you have to do because this last one made me want to like 
rip off my own dick that I've shellacked in the middle of the letter <laughs> and my own Also, iPad. I totally was not looking up some stuff to use when you when you started reading that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my last one was Blue Wing Supreme Dragon, Last Burst Dragon, because I'm just reading all the Blue Wing cards today. Uh, grade 3, 12k. So, during your turn, if you have four or more rear guards with Blue Wing in his name, when you drive check a normal unit with Blue Wing in his card name, it is counted as checking a heal trigger. Don't activate heal abilities. And then act Vanguard once per turn. Counterblast one, all of your front row gets plus 5k until end of turn. Pretty straightforward. Okay. Wait, so one more time, So all blue wing cards count as heal triggers? Yes. If you have four or more blue wing rear guards? Yes. That seems quite good. Yes, it does. That tracks, I mean, it's hard to maintain. And then it just casually gives your front row 5k power. All right. Okay. So yeah, this is a sure. guar- This is pretty. This is almost a guaranteed full border extent. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. Unless actual nonsense occurs. Yeah, this card's pretty good. I'm not even sure this card's too strong. I'm on. I'm yeah. on board. I like. <laughs> it's. I think because of how uh, precarious the state of blue wing can be when something like narukami is meta that this is fine yeah it's hyper aggressive like aqua force has always mm-hmm. been and it's precarious like aqua force always has been so sure yeah give it to him sure sure we'll take good cards okay Okay. Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> All right. This last card comes from our friend Hal, who a uh, good friend of ours from UC Riverside. Uh, he sent it to me under the title of New Isabel. He didn't bother to give it a real name. He's just like, fuck it, New Isabel. Of course, this was fucking Hal. I was wondering what you were referring to when you had said that. Yeah, so... It's 3-3, 12k, sell gift. Auto on Vanguard Circle. When placed, uh, counterblast one. Search your deck for a holy great sage of Black Shadow, Isabel, so the original one. Write it as stand. Then, you can destroy an Excel Circle and call this unit to an Excel Circle. The other effect is act on Rearguard Circle. Once per turn, you can put two normal units from the drop zone to the bottom of the deck. Place one Ara Ara token on top of the deck. What is an Ara Ara token, you're asking? By the way, I had to ask him what it was. And he said... I said, what does Ara Ara mean? He goes, Lamau, anime weeb. Uh, and, and an Ara Ara token uh, is a grade zero trigger unit with 5,000 shield. It cannot be called or superior called onto the vanguard circle or rear guard circle. So it is counted as a trigger unit without any trigger effect. And it's placed on top of the deck so that you can get your, you know, you mill a trigger unit for the still, right? And uh, I asked him if it can exist in the hand. Yes, it can. Um, 
So he invented a new type of token for the sole purpose of... Hang on. Uh... Damn it. He said that the reason that he made this effect was so it would break CFA again. Oh, that's actually that's actually respectable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. He... <laughs> also, the thing I played on my phone get through my mic. No. Damn. He goes, imagine they give a token to Isabel, and I said, how I will kill you if this comes true. And he said, new <laughs> Isabel will put a token with shield on top of the deck so OG Isabel can mill it. And then I said, keeping this uh, prediction for later, he goes, that's my creator card. And I said, that's not a full effect because he hadn't given it to me yet. Plus, I'm not just going to do my friends. This is for our listeners, too. And he goes, I know I'm applying as one of your avid listeners. And then he gave it to me. So... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're happy, Hal. That's respect. Breaking CFA is the most respectable reason for creator cards. Yeah, I mean the 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 Amon stuff could feasibly break CFA too. Oh, I mean it's a, it's more you know tokens existing not in play or as gifts. Right. Um. Yeah, this is dedicated to Matt because it'll break CFA again. That was the the line. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what do we think of this uh, A, this mechanic of creating a token So that you can manipulate your gotcha effects It has the actual worst name I've ever heard in my life <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I, that is unacceptable <laughs> Oh my god, I heard it that time <laughs> There we go <laughs> Oh I think, I think I speak for everyone when I say those damn weebs. <laughs> Look, I've already players, said what I needed to say. Great Nature <laughs> players already get a reputation for being furries. And I know uh-huh. this because in the Great Nature University Facebook group, someone goes, yes, I'm a furry. So right. it's kind of hard to get away from that reputation. This is not helping. Alright, a great man, a wise man once said, and this is uh, avoiding from avoiding the puddle. See, there are things worse than being a furries, and one of them is being an Xbox One owner. So, it's a very weird. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like talking about owning an Xbox One in public? Can you imagine? Why would you do that? Again, weird hill to die on. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a good way to end the episode. Um, oh, I, about I cannot the, top uh, that. Yeah, you can't. But uh, there was one thing I forgot to mention. During the, the Big Belly card, the guy who drew that painting, uh, Tim Van Aken, uh, he is on Twitter at crayon, crayon underscore Hamsuke. So he draws art like this. Uh, we followed him with the Nexus at Night account. You should give him a follow, too, because the painting of this big belly is, like, top-notch. It's, like, something you'd see in a museum. Um, anyway, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, do the thing with the letter opener that I was mentioning before. 
Uh, guys, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or the show at Nexus at Night on Twitter, Instagram, and then uh, or my other podcast at Bad Reading Pod in both those places. This week, uh, being that it's the last Friday of Pride Month, uh, we brought in a trans uh, stand-up comedian who decided to pick Harry Potter because we are going to rip J.K. Rowling to shreds. So. Godspeed. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Oh yeah, it is. Um, and then, so we'll do more of these episodes in the future. If you want to send us a custom card for us to maybe review, uh, you can tweet at us uh, at Nexus at Night. Just make sure to include the hashtag Nexus cards so that we can search it later. Um, and then anytime we do an episode like this, I'll also have posts up on Facebook that you can uh, reply under. But thanks everybody for listening. I'm sad. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm still Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>